Good morning, coaches, and welcome to your national wake-up call. My name is Laura Miller, and it's Monday, the 25th of November. Now, um, I'm always excited about our guest speakers, but I'm especially excited this month because we have the wonderful Kim Carver. Um, he's going to be talking to us in just a few short minutes. If you're not familiar with Kim, he is the Vice President of Field Development and Strategy based over in our Utah office. He's going to be talking to us today about a topic he's so passionate about. It's the, the Success Activity Tracker. Um, it's absolutely a wonderful tool and becoming so vital for the success of our coaches across the network. Now, if you've had the pleasure of hearing Kim speak before, um, you'll know what an impassioned and, and talented speaker he is. Uh, whether you heard him at the Success uh, System Live event that we had at the top of the year or over in summer, but you are definitely in for a treat. So I'm gonna talk about a little bit what's going on this month, the remainder of this month, start of next month, and then go into some recognition. So let's do that first. So first up, it is of course the final week for you and your customers to get 20 pounds off all the challenge and completion packs at 150 and above through the end of November. So let's help some more people get started with their health and fitness journey this month. Um, they're gonna wanna get in on this incredible value and kicking something off before Christmas. I know so many of you are, have been talking to me about kicking off your challenge groups again in December and it's absolutely vital. Um, not only for people's health to be a little bit more aware of this time of year, especially for the Christmas and festive season creeps up on us, but so that they can go into 2020 really strong. It's the end of the decade, people. I think people want to end as they mean to go on. So we also have the Bar Blend Sample Workout has officially dropped today. It's available right now, but wait until after this call to go and have a look, please. <laughs> so it's available now on Beach Money On Demand. Uh, you can get a preview of the new low impact, high intensity and high energy program from our very own bar expert. Uh, you may know her from Free Week Yoga Retreat, uh, the co-creator Elise Joan, she's absolutely marvelous, and I, I really enjoy her stories if you've ever heard her speak. One of my favorite things is um, her talking about Amwala and Joel doing her workout, the leadership retreat, thinking it was gonna be a nice little stretch, and let me tell you, those guys were sore the next day. So this is no joke, this program. A lot can be achieved uh, with low impact, so not to be sniffed at. So these bar blend offers will be coming um, for a coach exclusive window from the 3rd to the 15th of December. Um, so limited time, we are offering 20 pounds off um, the challenge and completion packs. Plus, this is a big plus, let me tell you, you'll get 60% off Ultimate Portion Fix or TV Mindset with the purchase of any bar blend offer. Um, and this is absolutely fantastic. So do check out FAQ 5507 if you want some more information about that. But that's going to be a really great deal for your challenges and really setting them up for success with the fitness and nutrition. So uh, on top of that, we have the Bar Blend Coach Exclusive Purchase Window, which we've talked about. But that also gives you access to the special Bar Blend VIP group with Elise herself. And that's going to be running from the 6th to the 26th of January. So just another incentive there to make sure that you get your purchase in in the Coach Exclusive window. Um, again, all the details are at FAQ 5507. But I'm very excited to be trying this later on today. We also, of course, have the chocolate 
almonds crunch plant-based beach bar um let me tell you i've tried it it's delicious um i'm dairy free so i was super super happy to have this um, to have this come on board let me tell you it's fantastic so i can tell you that this is going to launch um on 3rd of december a lot of people have been asking about the uk time of the launch and that is going to be 1 a.m on the 3rd of december so as soon as all your challenges wake up in the morning it will be available to purchase um that there's some more information on that are uh, faq 9086 but let me tell you you're definitely going to want to get in there and order some we also well we know that team beach body france is coming um and we're going to be making the debut um in spring 2020 there will be more details on that but as of the 10th of december we will be launching a team beach body france landing page to help you share this incredible opportunity with other people um, and challenges and perhaps you know some people over in france and want to get a head start on it so this page is intended to educate the prospective french coaches on who team beach body is and exactly what we do um, and it will provide an overview of our tried and true products and programs. So please stay tuned for additional details and coach breaking news as we get closer. Um, and the links and everything will be available closer to the 10th of December too. So please do check that out. Um, after the first of the year, we will be providing additional tools and information on the coach office. So again, lots more coming, but we just wanted to give you the heads up about the first um, the landing page that's coming up. So next up, we have our wonderful, wonderful uh, group of Emerald coaches who rank advanced since the last national wake up call. So as always, my pleasure to congratulate you all personally. Uh, so congratulations to Carrie-Anne Carmichael, Alison McIntosh, Stephanie Green, Elizabeth Tover, Monica Thomas, Carly Stevenson, Samit Singh, Jean-Pierre and Tiffany Rising. We also had the most fantastic um, rank advancement for Caroline Williams. So congratulations on reaching the rank of one star diamond coach. Wow, just fantastic. We're so pleased for you and for your team. Oh, this has come out a little small, but there we are. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to congratulate also the uh, Beat Your Best medal winners um, who beat their best in October. This is no mean feat, so congratulations to you all. Starting with Lara Locke, Emma Tart, Jenna Cunningham, Claire McGowan, Sarah Highland, Rosalind Obechi, and Tiffany Rising. I don't know, sorry bronze guys, I don't know why that came out so small, but let's give a massive hand to all of those who won the silver medal for beating their best. Uh, that goes out to DK Mann, Monica Thomas, Natalie Morton, Harbir Singh and Donna Callender. We also have uh, the only person who made it to a gold medal, so extra congratulations to you, JP Layton. Also up, we have the, um, I know, the ever popular Elite Point Rankings for October 2019. So we've still got a month and a touch to go uh, for these rankings to be finalised. But here they are as they stand right now. Isabel Bradshaw, Diana Wright, Liz Dowes, Sarah Campus, Harbir Singh, Cassandra Burton, Kevin Wright, Susanna Bell, Megan Sunday, Guy Bradshaw, Abby Lloyd, Olivia Stasi, Jane Dew, Jennifer Emery, 
Lynn Crosby, Amanda Pickering, Caroline Williams, Flora Holbrook, Menina Abbott, and Laura Williams. Fantastic. So we're at that point in the call now where it's what we've all been waiting for. <laughs> all been waiting for. So I'm just too excited. Let's hand over to Kim. Hey, thanks, Laura. And coaches, thank you so much for listening to this call and for giving me the opportunity to share just a few thoughts that I hope will be beneficial to you. And I want you to know right from the outset how grateful we are for you and for all that you do to help us fulfill our mission of helping people reach their goals and live a healthy, fulfilling life. I hope you know that what you do matters because one client at a time, you're not only developing a great business for yourself, but you're also making an incredible difference. And honestly, this is kind of at the core of what I want to share with you today. I want you to remember that, that you make a difference, that what you do as a coach matters because today I want to talk about consistency. Now, I know that's a pretty boring topic, but, but really it's at the core of, the, of success for, uh, in your coaching business. There is nothing more important than being consistent in your business. And, and this is the reason why as a company, we've invested so much in the four vital behaviors and making sure our coaches understand that. And the Success Club System Tracker, which I'll talk more about in just a minute. This is the, the, this idea of consistency, while not maybe the most glamorous of topics, really can be the game changer for you. And so my goal today is to help you do that, to share some ideas and some tactics and tips that I've learned over the last 20 years of doing this professionally that I've seen work for other people that I know will help you be more consistent as you are, are building your business now. So I want to start off telling you a little bit of an example, something that I think will be helpful to you to kind of set the stage uh, about consistency. I want to talk about training fleas. Now you probably didn't guess that I, that, that I would start out that way, but let me explain what I mean. If you take, um, some fleas, let's say for example, and you put them in a jar. Now fleas are really well known for a lot of things, being annoying pests and things like that, but they're also really known for their ability to jump. Like pound for pound, is for their size, they can jump higher than just about any other insect that's out there. And if you pick a group of, a bunch of fleas and you put them in a jar and you put the lid on it, you'll hear the, the fleas trying to jump out of the jar and they'll be hitting their, their bodies on the, the lid that you just put on that jar. Just ping, 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 ping. And they'll continue to do that for a day or two. But what you'll start to notice is that pinging starts to get less and less, not because the fleas are dying from hitting their heads against the, the, the lid, but because they're, 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 they, they learn, I guess they compensate, or they, they figured out that if they keep doing that, they're going to hit their head. And so they adjust, they adapt, they change. They change their expectations of being able to jump out of that jar to only be able to jump so high. And so at that point, you can take the lid off and the fleas will continue to jump, but they will only jump as high as the lid that was there. Even though the lid's gone and they could jump out, they won't jump any higher. Now, why do I say that? In a conversation around consistency, why do I start that way? Well, first of all, you're not fleas, but there's something that we can learn from that. It's always easy to find reasons why you can't do something. Self-limitations, looking approaching something around consistency and the things why people aren't consistent. Often what I found is that there's a lot of limitations that they put on themselves. And it's, it's really easy to find rationalizations and reasons to find out why you can't do something. But success requires you to find ways that you can do something. This is a business. This is a business that you own. 
you are the one that gets to decide what this business will be and how you treat that business will determine in large part the success of that business. My invitation to you as we talk about consistency, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. I'm gonna ask you in some instances to maybe make some changes that will require you to step up your game a little bit. And, and I do that because I want you to be successful. I want you to, to, to get that success that you want from your business and I'm gonna shoot straight with you about what that's gonna take, especially when it comes to consistency. And so while you're not fleas, I want you to take a second, if you find yourself going, yeah, Kim, whatever, or I can't do that, or maybe you think I'm the exception to that, or whatever it happens to be, I want you to ask yourself, am I imposing self-limiting beliefs on myself? Am I imposing limitations on my business because I'm just not willing to, to, to believe that I can jump any higher, that I feel like I've run into some roadblocks or some things that have happened in the past that have caused me to believe that I can only jump so high? I'm gonna challenge you to think maybe a little bit differently, to think that maybe I can get a little bit better at that. All right, so with that preamble, let me share with you five strategies to help you be more consistent with your business. These strategies are things that I've seen work time and time again for, for coaches and my five and a half years here at Beachbody and in, in previous experiences so that I know they work. And they are not something, things that you haven't heard before. But hopefully, when I talk about them and share some of the specific tactics around them, that will spark in you some ideas or feelings of re-engagement of, of, of re in them, whatever they happen to be. Because these are proven principles around consistency that will, that are, and supporting being more consistent that I know will yield results in your business. So let me just, let's get into this. Enough of the preamble, Kim. So the first one is make the commitment. Now that might sound dumb, but you gotta make the commitment. You will not be consistent in something that doesn't matter to you. And consistency requires commitment because commitment that's connected to something that matters to you is, is, the, is what will actually make consistency possible. People only do things on a consistent basis that matter to them, okay? So the first thing I'm gonna ask you, the first strategy that I'm gonna ask you to self do a self-analysis on is your commitment. Are you committed to this? What level is that commitment? How can you increase that commitment? Do you just say that you want it? And then maybe when it comes to it, you don't really put in the work to that. What's the commitment behind that? You've got to have commitment. So let me give you some, some specific tactics that I've seen that you can take some, some notes on and maybe make some plans around. The first one is, and this is gonna sound kind of simple, but make sure that you connect your work to your why, okay? You've got to take, you've got to understand how the consistent things you need to do on a daily basis to, to support your customers and run your business, how that's connected to your ultimate long-term goals with your business or the things you're trying to go for. If you don't do that, if the disconnect is there, it will feel like drudgery. It will feel like there's no purpose behind it. And again, it's hard to be consistent when you don't feel like there's purpose there. It's hard to feel commitment to that. So connect that. Now, how can you do that? You've heard some of the solutions before. Have a vision board. Um, um, do something else to remind you. One of my, one of the things that I do is I have in my, my car, a dry erase marker. And when I find myself maybe drifting away from understanding the purpose behind what I'm doing, why I'm doing this with you right now, I actually will take 
a dry erase marker and write some words very smallly, not blocking my, my rear view mirror, smallly, so it doesn't block it, but I'll, I'll write some words there to remind me, okay? But make it visible, keep it out there, because sometimes we think, well, I just have it in my head, I've got it all figured out. It will be too murky in there. You've gotta go through the exercise of putting it out so that you can see it, so you can look at it. That clarity will help you increase that, 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 that connection to your why and increase your consistency, okay? So use those vision boards, things like that to keep connected on that. The second thing, second tactic on, to help you uh, with your commitment is to be clear on what the long-term outcome that you want and, 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 and keep your vision attached to that. Now that's related to your vision, but specifically what I'm talking about is on that vision, I want you to focus on that instead of the obstacles that are in front of you. This is a mindset um, tactic. Ask yourself, do I focus more on the vision, on the outcomes that I want, or am I focusing more on the obstacles? Here's some things that will, you'll, some signs of that. If I wake up and I find myself fretting about the moment, about what's happening right now, if I find myself becoming preoccupied or feeling discouraged by a specific situation, a specific instance, it, coming at that from, from maybe fear, coming at that from trepidation, I'm, I'm focusing on the wrong thing. If I'm looking at that and saying, okay, what are my opportunities to get through this? Getting excited for the learnings get, that get past that, coming at that obstacle, going like, I know this isn't gonna last forever, so I'm gonna do what I can to get through it. Then you're focusing on the wrong thing. A good idea with this is to share that goal, that long-term outcome you want with somebody else, and then give them permission to hold you accountable to that, okay? So here's my call to action for those of you that need help in this area. Right, what, what's a meaningful goal that you can set for yourself to reach by the end of the year, okay? I want you to find out what's a meaningful goal that's connected to your why that will help that you can reach by the end of the year. Then I want you to create a little, what, four-week, five-week vision board for yourself. A little small one, doesn't have to be anything huge, something to remind you of that goal and commit yourself to that goal. Tell someone else what that goal is and then ask them, give them permission to hold you accountable to it, okay? So that's the first strategy is commitment. Be committed, okay? And I've given you some tactics to help you with that. The second strategy is to keep it simple. Again, not a revolutionary concept, but in the terms of consistency, one of the things I see is, is coaches have a tendency to create too much complexity in what they're trying to do. Simplicity allows you to focus. And focus, that clarity that comes with focus, is helps you be more consistent because you know exactly what you're trying to do. And it's not, it's not encumbered with other things that are, that are taking away your, your time and your energy, okay? This is the reason, my friends, that we have the vital behaviors, okay? Is to help you as a check against what you're doing and asking yourself, is this really important? Now, this, our business, my friends, it's not complicated. It's not always easy but it isn't complicated, okay? So when we talk about the vital behaviors, those are that, that, that guide mark, right? They help you keep it simple. Now, one of the things we noticed with coaches was as they start to get in sometimes the day-to-day the -day execution of the vital behaviors, that's where they would lose some of that simplicity. And so that's the reason why we developed the Success Club System Tracker. These things right here aren't just arbitrary items that we threw on a piece of paper. These, these are from a year plus of study and an ongoing research that we look at coaches who are success, successfully growing their business and we ask ourselves, what are they doing? 
What are they doing? And we take those best practices, those commonalities that we see, and we surface them so that you don't have to worry about it, so that you don't have to try to figure it out. Don't reinvent the wheel. It's right here, okay? And from a simplicity standpoint, now you know. From a vital behavior number one, right? Be proof the products work. Well, what's the most important activity that I can be doing for that? It's doing my workout and drinking Shakeology taking advantage of the complete solution that we offer. So I can be a great advocate for our complete solution. For connecting, inviting, and following up. Again, the thing that tends to give our, where the most complexity tends to creep into the business. We've outlined exactly what to do for that. Getting people results. The vital behavior where our mission really takes hold and lives. What does that mean? Man, that's such a big thing. What does that mean? Well, it's running great groups, okay? Making sure that we're, we're, we're recognizing achievement, that we're helping and following up with people. These behaviors outlined right here, and then personal development. We've outlined them here with guidelines about the times that should be allocated to it, and then check marks that you can do to keep yourself accountable to those, to those items, okay? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Now, I know that for, for a lot of you and a lot of people that are getting started, when I say, you know, just do these things, keep it simple. This can sometimes feel complex and overwhelming, but I can promise you that if you'll take the time to just hold yourself accountable to consistently do these activities with time, you will go through the, a learning curve where this will become second nature to you. But every time you start and stop doing these behaviors, you kind of reset that process. So be consistent and master the skills that come to, to, to running your business and they'll become second nature and then they will feel incredibly simple and easy to you. So learn this, learn the heart of, of, of those activities. Okay, so that's the, the second strategy. Keep it simple. The tactic that I just shared with you is to really embrace and believe in the simplicity of the vital behaviors using the Success Club System Tracker. All right. Now we're, you're gonna start to see a theme here in some of these tactics, which is good from a simplicity standpoint. So the third tactic is have a plan. This might sound again, you're like, Kim, this is not something I haven't heard before. I know, but I want to ask you right now, how many of you follow a plan for your business? How many of you have know when you're going to be promoting your next challenge group? How many of you know what themes you're going to run for or when you're going to start inviting to it? How many of you use a marketing calendar? How many of you have a plan? Okay, you've got to have a plan. Now, I wanna explain that really simple. Look, our core business model, let me, let me just, in terms of simplicity, connected to having a plan, let's talk about that for just a second. Our core business model is accountability groups. We call them challenge groups. And, and, and in those groups, it's where a coach works with their clients to get results and maintain those results through developing lifestyle changes, facilitated again by ongoing use of our products and your support as their coach. My friends, this is our business. This is what we do. And so you need to have a new challenge group starting each month. And, and really, when we think about having a plan, you should be organizing yourself and your time to make this happen. If this is the core behavior, if this is the core activity, then organizing yourself each month to execute on that is where the plan lives, all right? So what are some tactics around this? Well, I mentioned one. Use a marketing calendar each month. Now, you may not know what a marketing calendar, when I say marketing calendars, I mean, I can look at a month and I can say, okay, here's when my group's starting. So if that's where it's starting or, or this is when I'm doing a sneak peek, right? Whatever the key activities are. Okay, so then I need to work backwards. I know that I need to be promoting that group for probably two weeks, 10 days before the group starts, whatever the time frame is for you. And the theme of my group is going to be this. 
and here's the results that we're going to be getting from the group. Here's the program that we're going to be doing. Okay, and, and we plan that out. You're going to want to start planning for your next month, probably in the, in the middle of the current month. Okay, when all that happens. There are a ton of trainings on, on YouTube and other places around creating a marketing calendar. One of my favorites is by Melanie Mitros. So if you go to YouTube and look up Melanie Mitros training on, on creating a marketing calendar, it's a great one, but there's a ton of them out there. All right. So that tactic is using that marketing calendar. All right. As, as you're going through that, one of the guidelines is you can go back to this. Okay, I know I need to have these things set aside to do these activities um, to, to execute around that marketing calendar. So what I'm gonna ask you to do, if you're struggling with, with this uh, particular uh, um, area and having a plan, what I'm gonna start is, how let's, let's keep it really simple. How are you gonna run the best group ever with Barb Land? Okay. Let's say that that's the goal. I want to run the very best group ever with Bar Blend. I want to have the most people in there that I've ever had before. I want to have the great experience about it. I want to start doing it. What is that going to look like? Well, you're going to have to look at your calendar and say, okay, well, when's your group going to start? When are you going to start promoting it? Okay. You're going to start promoting it really, really soon here next month, right? Okay. You're going to start looking, what are the opportunities? This is the reason why you need to make sure that you get, uh, you take advantage of that coach window that we provide you because during that coach window, you get a chance to experience the program first. We're going to give you the first 10 workouts and those first 10 workouts aren't just for you to sit back and kind of watch or do yourself on your own for your workout. No, that's for you to get used, get to know the program. So you can talk from firsthand experience even more excitedly about the program as you're promoting it. It's so that you can take clips of yourself doing your favorite moves from each workout and put on your stories and get people asking questions. It's it, take advantage of that. Get in there as quickly as possible so that you can have that full time to leverage the marketing and the shareable assets that you can create from your own experience to promote that program. That would be a key step that I would be factoring into my marketing calendar. And you know that the customers can start purchasing, purchasing that halfway through the month. Okay, so maybe the first couple of weeks you're focusing, if you have a team of coaches, let's make sure that all my coaches are in that group. Okay, so that we can work together to create these shareable assets and promote our groups with that. And we can start talking about it. We can start leaking about our group coming up, right? And then when the customer, um, um, when the customers can start purchasing, then I really go into high gear. How are you going to do that? All right. So that's just some ideas. That's what I want you to do. All right. So that's the third one. Let's go to the fourth strategy. Okay. Now, the fourth strategy is one that um, that that is kind of it's one that people tend to struggle with a little bit in my experience. All of them are, but this one tends to be a common one. And the fourth strategy is build productive routines. Productive routines, and I'm talking specifically about your business, but it applies to other parts of your life. But productive routines are: I sit down and I have, and I know what I'm. I have a plan set aside. I have a routine where I I don't have to rethink every single day what I'm trying to do. Um, these are these are routines that create productive habits for yourself. All right. And let me give you an idea, just a quick illustration of what that to help you kind of identify what a productive routine would look like and maybe how you can do that. So when, when you think about success in your business, it's it's a combination of a lot of different things that you do. Okay, vital behaviors, um, the things we've talked about here. And, and sometimes I'll tell people, they'll want to know, well, what is the one most important thing? And, and honestly, it's not really one that's more important than the other. It's, it's a stew. It's a stew of a lot of different ingredients that come into place. And, and, you know, whenever I think about stew, I think about when I was growing up, my mom used to make this, uh, uh, 
she called it a brown stew, but it was kind of like an Irish stew. And we loved it growing up because in my house, we didn't have, my parents didn't have a lot of resources. And so often we had um, uh, uh, my mom who would, well, I was the oldest of seven kids. She would had to learn how to feed a lot of kids with a little bit of money. And so we had a lot of casseroles and soups and things. Um, and they usually were, they would have some ground beef or other pieces in there. But with this specific stew, she actually used like steak. And that was a real highlight from, for my siblings and I. And so I, all I remember of that stew was the steak. Now I know there were other ingredients in it. There was carrots and onions and celery and peas and green stuff like there was other stuff that was in there but me and my siblings we all just focused on that meat we my mom would make that this big cauldron of stew set it down in front of us and we were like that game hungry hippos right where we all knew that we were just in there trying to just spoon out that meat as quickly as possible which has always frustrated my dad because he liked to eat the stew for a couple days and pretty soon it just became brown salad because there was no meat in it anymore and and i always thought about that that sometimes if success is like a stew, sometimes our habit is to do what my siblings and I did, which was just focus on the things that we want. The problem is you can fill your time just eating the ingredients that you like or doing the things that you like and feel like you're working. But if you ignore the things that you don't like to do that are required for your success, this, your success is going to be slower. It's going to be frustrated. This is where you need self-discipline. You need self-discipline. <clears throat> you don't need self-discipline to do the things you like to do for your business. You need self-discipline to do the things that you don't like to do for your business, but are required for your success. So the tactic here is to, to identify what those things are, to write those things down so that you can be more disciplined in approaching those. Write them down, okay? Be accountable to all parts of the Success Club System Tracker. Don't just highlight a few things that you like and say, well, I did some things today, it was good. No, eat the whole stew, eat the whole stew, okay? So if you're struggling with this, that's what I'm gonna ask you to do, okay? Identify two productive routines that you want to do and then look at those and we say what are the things that that are, are Ingredients in this stew that are going to keep me from being successful with that Identify what they are focus on them or focus self-discipline on them so you can get past them. Okay, the last thing The fifth strategy is to be accountable to the things that you can control one of the sayings that I often use when I work with coaches is you've got to learn to control the controllable. Now, this isn't a saying that I invented. It was something I believe that Stephen Covey said, and I've read it in numerous places, but the concept to me is priceless. You've got to be able to, uh, to, to make sure that you hold yourself accountable to control the things that you can control. We spend way too much time spending uh, effort and time and energy on things that we cannot control. So when you talk about being accountable, I want you to be accountable specifically to the things you can control and focus on controlling those things. Again, I'm bringing it back, the Success Club System Tracker. All of the things that are listed on here are items that are in your control to do, okay? So for example, um, well, I wanna give an example. One of the things that you'll see is I'll hear coaches say they're, they're worried about a customer's decision. Well, I want to qualify for success club or I want to reach this goal. I'm, I'm, I'm fretting over this customer's decision. Here's the deal. You can't control what that customer decides. That is something that's out of your control. But what can you control? Well, I can control the connection that I've made with them. I can control the follow-ups that I've done. I can control if I've, if I've asked them questions to find out what their goals are, if I've shown sincerity to them. I can control those things. The, the point I'm trying to make is when I, when I focus on controlling the things that I can control, it tends to exert influence on the things that I can't control such that they move my way, okay? And so what I want you to do is I want you to get really, really 
focused on controlling those controllable things. This will help you do that, okay? The, the tactic behind that is to focus on those things, but then to do these things first, to focus on doing these things first. Don't, get, don't fall into the trap of, getting, of expending time, energy, and resources on, the, because, on, on things you can't control because they create anxiety, because they make you worry, all that kind of stuff. You just naturally sometimes want to go spend time there and you think, well, I'll just do these things later because I can control these things. The tactic is to be disciplined enough to do these things first to do these things first, okay? So if you're struggling with that, make a commitment. This is a three for one thing, okay? A three for one on all the things I've just mentioned. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do, okay? Make a commitment to complete the Success Club Tracker at least five of seven days, all the check boxes, each week between now and the end of the year. This can be, like I said, a goal, right? We talked about a goal or a productive routine. Okay, it's a three for one benefit here, okay? Commitment, you guys, is our consistency is the key. Consistency, and we've talked now about five tactics, five ways, or five strategies with their tactics on how you can build greater consistency in your business. I want to leave you with a quick uh, kind of an analogy that I think will be hopefully a visual that, that will, will help you um, as you go through um, uh, and, and remember some of the things I've talked about. And some of you probably have heard about this, but it's, this, it's, the, it's the story of the Chinese bamboo right? Now, like any plant, a Chinese bamboo tree, it requires nurturing to grow, but it's unlike most plants in that, at least that I was familiar with, in that it, it, um, it doesn't grow right away, okay? And it's a great teacher for us, this story, on the value of patience, okay? And so when a seed for a Chinese bamboo tree is planted, so unlike other plants where you plant it within like a few months, boom, you are a week even, so you start to see something that's growing, a Chinese bamboo tree doesn't work like that. When it plants it, you have to water it and, and take care of it and nurture it. But for the first year, you don't see anything above ground that's happening. You don't see any visible signs um, of, of reward for your efforts that you've put in from a year of taking care of that bamboo tree. The second year, again, is still full with the people, the farmers that, that grow these. It's still full of, of watering and caring for the plant. But even in the second year, there is no growth that happens above the soil. They, they, don't, they don't see, the farmer doesn't see any rewards for that, for their activities. And then the third and the fourth year is the same thing. There's a lot of effort and care for that plant, but there's no visible signs of growth. But then an amazing thing happens. In, in, the, in the fifth year, for the very first time, those years of caring and, and, and nurturing that plant pay off as the first signs of life break through the soil, five years. And after that, 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 that first sprout goes through the soil, something amazing, even more amazing happens. In just six weeks, the Chinese bamboo plant will grow 80 to 90 feet, 20 to 24 to 27 meters, okay? In just six weeks, five years, I mean, four years, nothing. Fifth year, bam, okay, 27 meters in six weeks, okay? So here's the question that I've got. Did the Chinese bamboo tree really grow that tall in six weeks? Is that what really happened? Or was it just lying dormant? Was it just lying dormant for four years only to suddenly grow in the fifth? Or was the little plant growing underground, unseen, but developing a root system strong enough to support its potential for growth in the fifth year? Because in order for it to grow and to develop into that, it had to have that, that root system. It wasn't laying dormant, right? And we all know the answer to that. Of course it wasn't. 
And that's what allows it to grow that tall and then to be harvested by the farmers that grow it and then continue to grow, uh, grow again and continue to grow and sustain itself is because of that, that growth that happened in those first four years. The same principle is true here. You've got to be consistent in doing the things that nurture your business, the things that I've talked about, the things that I've shared with you. And I know sometimes those results don't happen right away, but you've got to keep doing it. Because even when the results don't happen, the roots, the foundation, the experience that you're gaining is growing. And, it, and, it, and those, those, those things are vital for you as you grow and develop a, a business that will sustain itself, that can grow to, to incredible heights like the Chinese bamboo. I want you to remember that as we talk through this. Okay, consistency is the key. Thank you so much, guys, for the time to be here. I know that you can do great things uh, between now and the end of the year. So apply some of these principles and these tactics that I've shared with you, and, and I can't wait to see you guys again soon. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you. Bye now.